welcome to episode 149 of Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. That has con crud. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, the dreaded con crud. Uh, this is Steve, a.k.a. Kilowagi, with me as and always. And I am Scott Prime. Is someone who doesn't know how to wait for his introduction? Well, I can't see you, so I didn't know you were going to do that. I thought we were just going to hand it off back and forth. In our own voices. And of so course, we always I do. messed it up. Hey, whatever. I'm trying to blame the lack of a video cam for messing up audio. I miss your face. I miss your face already, Steve. I don't know where it is. Like, I packed both cams for Oklahoma so we could try to stream. And we can get into that more later. And I put one back on the work computer. I don't know where the other one is. That's okay. <clears throat> anyway, it happens. I would say, how are you doing? But you're probably like still recovering from Oklahoma Bowl weekend. Uh, we yeah, we can get into that. But yeah, the week the the day after, wow, I just called in. I'm like, I'm not coming to work, and I think I woke up at one. I went to work, and um, I put my name on the go home list, and I was shockingly excused from doing non radar evals. And um, got to come home, and then I came home, and I slept for a while myself. Yeah, you texted me, you're like, I got off if you want to record. And I was just like, no, no, I don't. Do not want to do that at all. Well, so I told work, because we have these like sheets where you can sign up to go home. Mm -hmm. And I put sick in parentheses, hoping that I would get priority from other people when I was just, ex I thought I was just exhausted. Yeah. And so they let me go home because I was sick. <laughs> so I got to go home. I got to use sick leave. So I got paid to come home. And then I'm here at home and I go to sleep and then I wake up and I feel sick. Yeah. I legit feel sick. And I'm like, oh my God, I cursed myself. Well, it happens a lot then, because so you just wear yourself out and then your antibodies just give up and they let the illness take over. So then Tuesday, I felt better. And yesterday, about midday, I felt better. And then last night, I started feeling funky. And today, I woke up like, if I've ever partaked in pot, taking like pot or smoking pot, this is what I would probably feel like. I just felt like a haze and almost like I could just see my, like, I had breaks today at work and I was just like, wasn't reading comics. I was just like, like sitting there, hmm. you know, like, are you sure you didn't get into foggy. any special brownies or anything that someone brought? <laughs> no, not that I know of. And I, I don't know why they'd be affecting me like here four days later, but, um, I do feel raspy in my voice. And at first on Monday, I thought it was because, you know, yelling all weekend. And now yeah. I'm starting to think maybe I did pick up some con crud, you know, like I'm not smart enough to just, you know, bump elbows with people or do fist bumps. Yeah. I, I still kind of shake hands when I probably shouldn't. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're not the smartest people, but there is something uh, to be it said. It could be just run down from the weekend and not getting much sleep. <clears throat> yeah. And left my body open for the, the evil to set in. So. Well, aside anyway. from Oklahoma weekend um, and the new stuff, which is what we're covering this time. 
um, I started playing some of the Blood Bowl 3 Season 1. And uh, has I, everybody quit on you after you've knocked one of their players down? That has happened twice out of <laughs> ten times I've played so far, I think. I think Gary said he played two games and both times the people he's played just quit right like right off the bat. Yeah, it, it's happened, happened twice so. and, you know, both times I almost scored or, you know, I casualtyed someone first play and they just didn't like it. Whatever. It's stupid. That needs to be addressed in the future. Other than that, um, I have a human team, which I, you know me, I'm not big on humans, and I'm not usually good with them, but currently I'm 6, 2, and 3, I think, because wow. I, I play 11 games, and three of those losses, two were to Chaos Chosen, who just destroyed my team, and one was to a Dark Elf team that got lucky and got the touchdown instead of a tie, but... The the graphics look better, you know, the ladder's working well, it's cool to get through a game and get rewarded with stuff, so I like that. Um, they implemented a patch today that shows your manager progression and different things you get as a manager as your level goes up, because okay. there's two things. There's the the pass level, which is how many levels you've done in the season, that season's pass. And then you have a manager level and how many levels you've done in the manager. Well, manager level apparently has 100 levels. So that's going to be going on for a long time. But it was neat. I got to go through and look at them. And there's new designs, new colors, new logos. There are a multitude of pitches that you can unlock. There's okay. cheerleaders you can unlock. There's... Car coaches you can unlock. Um, there is the sideline is now broken up into three separate pieces. So there's like a coach area, cheerleaders area, and a sidelines area or a staff area. I'm not sure. So you can get different customizations for each one of those. So I'm really digging it. Like I said, everything seems to be working well. It's implemented reconnections if someone drops. I haven't had any of my games glitch out. Um, and yes, there was those two that disconnected early. But I just played a game against another human team and beat him 4-1. to one. So he didn't give up. So kudos to him. Nice. So it is better. Yes, I think it's much better. Um, okay. It's much more stable. I believe the graphics are cleaner. I could be wrong on that. Um, of course I'm biased so, because it's just fun. So did you have to restart all your teams? Like, did everything get wiped out? Yeah, but they did that a while back. Um, and that's why I stopped playing for a while is all my progression got lost. Well, now there's a new season and you can make a new team and bring it in. So only one of my teams that I had made was eligible to be put into this, this season which is why I went ahead and used the human team, which I probably wouldn't have. Um, I think if I can find the webcam, I'll probably start streaming a little bit more regularly. I know I've said that before, but this gives me a reason to. And um, just to piss you off, I'm going to bring in the site for Sorai. Mm. 
That's a terrible team name. It's a glorious team name, and I refuse to hear anything else. That's terrible. Anyways. But yeah, it's been fun. And it's, it's nice. It's nice brainless fun. Like, I can have the baseball game on. I can be chatting to people in Facebook. And I can be playing the game. Man, you reached that level where you can do all of that stuff. Dude, I did all that stuff when I was a kid. I had my room set up to where I could be on the computer. We're talking early 90s. So, be on the computer, watching TV, listening to radio, and reading a comic all at the same time. Nice. There's not enough stimulus that can get into my head. I understand. I assume you have been doing nothing Blood Bowl related? Um, with... Um, just worrying about my league, but I'm not even going to get into it on here. <laughs> I just, so just, just league things that like, to sum it up, we're doing playoffs and we set a date and evidently people don't read things or they don't maybe like lock those dates in or maybe I just care about league stuff more than them. So they put it on the back burner. I don't, I don't know what lives these people live. So, I, you know, they might be having their own personal struggles or work struggles or relationship struggles. So I can't really like say that they're, cause I don't think anybody's like awful people. Right. Just saying like, we set this date. I'm so excited by a league. We had, you know, 22 people, 21 qualified for the playoffs and, talking around with people it looks like only 14 are going to join the playoffs and i'm like what the hell so i don't know if i had to make concessions to that's still a good number though. break away from what i want to do or not do so you can I mean, always it, do it was a... like in the it was in the league bylaws like at the beginning of the season i reminded people all season i reminded them like four to five weeks ago and now people are telling me they got other stuff to do so I, maybe it's not a me deal, and maybe it's really not a them deal. Maybe there's something. It's just a life deal. Just a life deal where something else is just more important. And so you know what you I need to do. I just figured this out. But but I'd like to make everybody happy, and I just don't think that's going to happen. So yeah. Well, I just figured it out. Remember what we used to do? We used to have the playoffs and the NIT. I know. I thought about that, but even last year, I tried to get people to play the NIT, and they couldn't find time to play their games so i had to actually delete the games that i scheduled so were those people that were in the playoffs or people who didn't make it they were people who were in the playoffs but got beat out the first round yeah, i was so, letting them get more games in to, to keep building up their teams but whatever so you could do an it with people mm -hmm. who can't make the playoffs or choose not to and you could if you yeah, make it different right. enough i don't know it's something but it's just more that you have to do Mm -hmm. The glorious life of being a league manager. Oh boy, I'm telling you what. There's times where I'm ready to be like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done being a league commissioner. I've heard that from the very beginning. <laughs> well, I know. I know you have. I I kind of kind of wish go back to the days where people just showed up on league night and you just played somebody randomly who was there <laughs> instead of making all these schedules and I trying hated to, that so much. Like I love the concept. The I love the concept of it, but it always sucked because 
you had to try to figure out who hasn't played who, if they haven't played them the last round, you know, if, and then if there's random, if there's odd numbers, then I'm the one who usually sits out. And then oh, I just wasted my me. whole Tuesday. Like, yeah, this is fun. Same with me. So anyways, I'll, I will figure it out. I mean, I'm going to have to, right? Since yep. I'm in charge. So. Well, I think that's probably enough bemoaning real life. You want to get into fantasy life? Yeah. And for real, everybody, I am. If I don't sound chipper, it's because I feel like <laughs> I've chewed up glass and tried to eat it or something. I don't know. I tried to get Scott to postpone this, but he didn't want to. So, No, no. We'll we got to get, get it out. There's something special to talk about today that we could, that everybody else in the world is, knows all the information about, but eh. we can't talk about it until today. So Yeah, we'll get to just, that. Speaking all right. Of, we were going to come back with some new products. Is that correct? Yeah, we're going to start with Gutter Bowl stuff and everything else. And then we'll do a segment right. for Oklahoma and a segment for Spikey and then shout outs. Sounds good. It's gutter ball time. That's right. Gutter ball. Gutter ball. Wait, gutter bowl. Sorry, gutter bowl. It's gutter bowl time. I actually liked gutter ball time better. So did I, actually. That's sad. Um, so first things first, we've had this for a few weeks. And we can't talk about it until July 1st, 10 a.m. Um, European. We've had it for nearly a month. It's been a long now. time. And mm-hmm. it's getting... I love the fact that we get stuff early. But I really kind of wish we could at least talk a little bit about stuff before it gets released everywhere. And everyone's yeah, talking to us, be- like, well, we can't really say anything about it because, you know, we have to wait. Yeah. But then they released all the rules, so you coming here to hear about the rules for Gutter Bowl doesn't matter because you've already read it, like, a week and a half ago. Now we're still going to give our thoughts about it and, you know, our take on things and address the controversy and all the fun stuff, but... First off, instead of Gutter Bowl, what else is coming out that we can talk about? Okay. So, everybody was hoping for like a new team or something like that. Well, you're going to get some reissues of teams. So, we're getting Old World Alliance box set and uh, Underworld Denizens uh, team box set, as well as team cards. Weirdly enough, the Old World Alliance box set didn't have the plastic on it so it was oh from open i guess yeah yeah i mean but the other stuff all had their plastic the norse came like that remember okay Norse had a weird sticker on it too so yes you got the old world alliance team it has the sprue with the little halflings it has the sprue with the dwarves and then it has a sprue of humans in it nothing new here folks it's just new packaging well, I'm sure it has oh. the new updated rules, right? Oh, the little rule insert? Yeah. I'm sure it has the passing abilities and stuff. At least that's something new. If it doesn't have that, or if it's the old one, then we're really going to change our tune. <laughs> yeah, hold on a second. I haven't officially opened this one. So. Yeah. Not much reason to open stuff when you either have it or 
I've had it for years. Yeah, that's alright. Oh. I'll tear this. This episode of Can yeah. Scott Open a Box? Yeah. Uh, great plastic, sprue dwarves, sprue humans, uh, ha- like a little three person sprue of halflings. You got your uh, stands, your decals, and yes, you have the you know passing ability and all that stuff in here in the instruction booklet. Good. So, so at least you're really. That. For real, you're only missing like a tree man or an ogre from having a complete team. So that's, that part's kind of cool. I've seen tree men on the shelf recently. So uh, yeah, still we had there. some at Wizards. Yeah. I'm shocked they made it through the weekend without somebody buying one. Well, they are kind of expensive and only used on two teams. Wait, that's true. Three. three teams? Uh, Halflings, Old World Alliance, and... and um, wood Elves. Wood Elves. Okay, fair enough. So, I played against, thinking like, okay. so I played against a Chaos Chosen team with an ogre the other day. That was weird. I bet it was weird. Who does that? Uh, uh, whoever you played. True. Was it in a league? Or? No, it was online. Oh, okay. Um, so the card pack is just the standard stuff of like these stat cards for all these characters. Mm-hmm. And it has all of them. And then it has, of course, the blank cards that we tell everybody are useless. <laughs> and three people in the world said we're wrong. Yep. And then they have magical memorabilia cards in here. So you have those if you want to. If anybody plays with these decks, I mean, you you have these. I can't There's imagine people z- are buying those things still. I guess they do. There is zero, zero star players in this thing. What? No star player cards. Zero. Absolutely not one star player. Not a Griff. Not a Morg. Um, not the new Puggy. N- none. There's no star players because I guess they had to make so many positional cards that they decided, like, you don't need stars. The stars are the best part of those packs. Um. Exactly. Like, did we get a... Did I get a Norse pack? <clears throat> well, I'm not uh, taking it yeah. a star. Never mind. I need to get the Norse pack and open it so I can have the star cards. So when I do play the stars eventually. Um, so then the other box set is Underworld Denizens. Um, it just has the new packaging on it. This one still has the plastic on it. I'm not going to take it off just for the podcast here. But yeah, we can always... it's, one sprue... it's one sprue of each. And obviously it has the... The stuff updated inside. Interesting enough, you have the card pack here. I did open this. And of course, you got that card that says how to use these cards. But you have all the positionals here, including the you know Rat Ogre card and the Underworld Troll. You have the blank cards for each positional to keep stats on, you know, because so many people do that. Mm-hmm. And then you have some cards for your random events. No stars. God. Not one. Not one. Not one. And I would argue that there's less positionals, you know, because you got the goblin lineman, Stalling, clan rat, you know, all that stuff. So really, they've then, oh, taken away the one good thing about those decks and kept the stupid blank cards. Yeah. So if you are buying the cards because you play with the decks and you like the star player cards, there's no star player cards. 
None. So now, really, the only use of buying that is maybe if you play with the cards, or if you're trying to teach the game, you have the positional cards to show people. And I think those are wonderful things to teach mm-hmm. the game with. But that's no about it. Cards. Yeah. Crazy. So, so, yeah. I mean, I guess it's cool that these teams are now back in stock. So you can order them for your store or order them through your local store. And you can get a team to, to build your, you know, your next dynasty in Blood Bowl. But the cards. I mean, they've actually made a product that I thought was pretty poor. <laughs> Worse. Even poorer. I mean, yeah. like, f- for real. And I again, mean, we're not the, trying to bash I'm, them for no reason. There's a legitimate reason no, we're bashing them. They, they want our opinions on these things. Um, even the Amazons had, you know, four stars in it, because yeah. I'm looking at them right here. Now, granted, they only have, you know. Do those teams have four. any stars that are specific only to them? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Probably they, not. They do. And if that's the I mean, case, maybe I, not. But still. Yes, I agree. It just, I mean, the, the box, I mean, I could be crazy here because I know I'm kind of sick, but the box is slightly smaller than the Amazon box. And you might be able to see that because I think you're yeah. looking at my screen. Yeah. Do you is. see that? Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is the it's sizably box. different. This is the Amazons. Yeah, and I mean this one might be the same way. Yeah. So you're actually getting less cards, huh? For probably the same price, if not more. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't know what these are costing now. Yeah, so we've not bought any, and I, the two stores I've been to in here in Colorado have had tons of those cards left. Yeah, because people aren't buying them. Yeah, I will eventually pick them up for five bucks sealed at some point. Or they're going to become really rare, and people who have these will have like some amazing collectibles. Yeah, probably not. I rare... mean, they're going to probably be useless when a new version of the Blood Bowl comes out. You so. need desire for rarity to matter. Well, that's true. So that's what I have in my hands that I can talk about. Well, Let's. In Talk my about hands, what you have in your hand. Um, is Gutter Bowl. Brought it home with me. Got to look over the rules. Got the pitch. So first off, it is what you think it is. It's Street Bowl. And it's got updated rules to where, you know, it's on a street or it's in a sewer. There's big empty squares that either you can fall into or your ball goes and blah, 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 blah. Um, there's walls around the thing, so you can bounce balls off of it. You can push people into the walls, so kind of like Dungeon Bowl. Isn't there, like, some spiky, like, food carts and stuff like that that you can push people into? Yeah, and on the street pitch, there's vendors areas that you can push people into that are impassable. And on the sewer side, there are holes, like, in sewer holes. Um... Overall, it is six turns instead of eight, so it's faster. You can only have seven people instead of 11. The six-turn thing matters because it has nice little dugouts that are smaller, but they only go to six. If they went to eight, you could use them in a regular game. 
Oh, the duck gets himself. Yeah. yeah. Well, they don't they're smaller in size, you know, than random ass giant ones they used to have. The pitch is really nice. It's clear. It is double sided, like I said. Um, so I thought the pitch was very nice. Yeah. Like the artwork wise, I thought the dugouts were cool. It would have been awesome if they did go to like eight turns. And anywhere in that book, it could have said, now I, I haven't read the book. I've just kind of thumbed through it because Steve took it back with him to, to Denver. Um, well, let's not but act it like been you cool. didn't have it for three weeks. I did have it for three weeks. I didn't <laughs> open it until Steve got here. Right. <laughs> I waited for the excitement no. for him. So no, you did I could have. <laughs> okay. Let's not put um, this on me. Just saying they could have printed eight turns on there and yeah. then had like a red circle there to sh- indicate when a regular street bowl game goes. And then if, you know, the game was still tied, they could go two more turns or mm-hmm. something like that. They could have made an excuse or if you want to play a longer game, you can play an eight turn one. And then yes, you could put those in your little, you know, your latest um, suitcase. I can't think of that case that I got from in there from Drew. Oh, a <laughs> thick skull case. Whatever it's called, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's from Black or Down or who it was. Yeah. Anyways, um, you know, you put those, slip those smaller dugouts into your your case and travel with it. But they did not do that. It's from Charlie um, Victor. Charlie Victor. I'm sorry. That's okay. You're sick. Um. Art wise, I liked it. The Honestly, art is nice. The. the the way they present the rules is in the same way that they did with the uh, Dungeon Bowl expansion, where it looks like you kind of get a spike mm-hmm. rule set, like a little magazine. Yeah, I love that. I think I love that, too. It has its own unique uh, kickoff table and stuff like that, weather. Yeah, we can get into that. Um, oh, okay. let's just, I didn't know how much you were. Sure, let me just go through a little run-through of some of the differences. So, um has a different kickoff event. There's no referee. Uh, if you have a secret weapon, like you can foul to your heart's content. You're not going to get called out. If you have a secret weapon, you have to roll. If you get a four, five, or six, you're fine. Yeah. On the one the to crowd. three, the crowd decides to get involved, and they basically cause a casualty on you. Well, if you... So, on a one through three, you're out. And then you roll a D6 again. If you get a one, they cause a casualty. Otherwise, you're just gone for the day. I don't mind the no ref and all that stuff. Yeah. I, I I still think, and I know this has always been like a street bowl thing before, you know, GW turned it into gutter bowl or ball or whatever it is. Um, the adding the plus one armor because they hit the ground and it's harder than the turf. Mm-hmm. That's here too. I know it's there and I wish they would just take that away and move on. Yeah. But... Um, it has restless fans, so if you stall, you can get bottle thrown at you. It shows you how to properly orientate a scatter template. What? I, yeah, in multiple mean, places. You put the one on the on the north. No, no, you put the two to a cardinal direction, like any freaking sane person. So it again, doesn't matter, Steve. I know it's all random. It doesn't matter. And I will fight that to my dying day. Uh, we talked about the walls. We talked about the floors. The ball will bounce twice instead of one if it falls because of the hard floor. Uh, we used to do that for 
what was it back in the day? Alcorn Cup? Yeah, because it's uh, held. Yeah, pretty so. Yeah. And actually, yeah, because the Scarab was special. Um, If you fall in the pit, you have to do stuff to get out. It has barricades, which cause you to possibly fall unless you take it carefully. Uh, you can also block people into the barricades and they get extra defense or whatever. The kickoff event table, like I said, there's uh, one for the street and one for the sewer. So it's kind of neat that they have their own. There's also a, a different weather table for each one. They're kind of similar on some of the stuff, but decently different. So it's fun. For inducements, um, it's kind of neat. They have a Sawbones. So kind of like an Apoth, but he can kill you. Uh, they got a Snack Stand, which is a nice little thing that we could use for your... Um, not the Sterling, was it the, was it the Sterling hams? No, it was the St. Louis hams. St. Louis hams. That's right. They're, they're the Blood Bowl team sponsored by St. Louis family restaurants. Right. So now we world. have an actual snack stand that we could use to use for rules. One thing I really like is they have magic potions. So for fifty k, you can get a lesser magic potion. For hundred k, you can get a superior magic potion. And there's a chance that your lesser can become a um, superior. And they do different things. And those I really like. Those we might have to cop for a tournament sometime. Okay. Because nice little differences. Um, we can go into those later if someone really wants. But I'm not going to go into everything right now. Because that's not what we should be doing. The Novice Wizard has a Firebolt and a Transmutation. Interesting thing on this is if it misses the person that you're aiming at, it will find another target. It will go oh, wow. to the next closest person. And that can be on their team, that can be on your team. But oh, it, wow. So it never misses. It just doesn't go to the right person. It will still do damage. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. And it, it gives you uh, little rules for leagues and how to do uh, players leaving for the big leagues and expensive mistakes. How's the fluff in that little book? Fluff is pretty good. It talks about how how it came to be, how there's a lot of star players that used to play in it. Um, the gentry or the guards look to the side. They get bribed off. Uh, it talks about uh, Bob playing in it, you know, whenever there happened to be a segment that Jim was doing it by himself and they were in town, then a giant ogre would come in with fake glasses and nose and mustache. So I kind of want to get that model now of Bob in a Groucho mask. <laughs> but funny. it says other players did it too, so it's kind of neat. It's fun. Overall, I think it's good. Um, I don't... I mean, we already have Sevens. We already have Dungeon Bowl. Is this bringing anything new, really, to the table? Uh, I don't know. And it's like 50 I bucks. Mean, I mean, if people love Street Bowl, yeah. I guess they so, could now play it officially with GW, even though the community had it for a while. That 
is the thing that we should probably really address. Is this is really close to Street Bowl. Like, I don't remember Diamond. playing Street Bowl, but uh, according to Phil and other people, Ramsey McPherson was the person who came up majority with the Street Bowl rules. And then the Chicago crowd helped him out and fleshed it out and added to it. Okay. Maybe. And again, just going off what they say, I trust Phil. He's a great resource of older knowledge because I don't have that. I wasn't around back then. Not calling him old. He was just into the game before I was. And he's old. Um, but, yeah. If all these rules already existed and it was a subset of the game, shouldn't GW maybe mention that? Especially since they did an interview with the designer and it's not mentioned anywhere in that interview. Now, obviously, legally, they don't want to say that because that would leave them open to litigation from people who can prove ownership of the rules. It'd be tenuous at right. best because it'd be another country. You can't really copyright a game mechanic and you're using their IP already. So I don't know when it comes to legalities, but it just strikes a lot of people wrong. And I don't know how to feel about it because I don't know all the all the facts. Um, yeah, I mean, I I get where those people are coming from, and then at the same time, I mean, like I legit we made a thought... variant of their somebody. We as the community made a variant of their own game. So yeah. Therefore, yeah, I don't. I don't know the right answer to this. I mean, like, yes, like, I would I be I legit thought if... this came from a white dwarf. You know? Because they, mm. that's the way they did Dungeon Bowl, you know, updates. And then people in the community updated it a little bit from there. Like, yeah, okay, but GW did it first. So I just assumed this was another thing that GW did first. And then got adapted by the community. But I guess not. Not from, not from my knowledge. Uh, so that's... so. Disturbing or troubling, maybe is a better word. Maybe. I mean, I'm going to get this. I shouldn't get this. Yeah. I mean, I don't know when any time I would apply these rules or play a couple of games because we're just the wrong people to. Let's yeah. come over and play a Blood Bowl game for fun. When we'd rather have it, it's more of a role-playing game to us. We talked about this all the time. Mm -hmm. So we'd rather play leagues or tournaments or something like that. Now, this... So I don't... I want to get it because it looks nice. I yeah. want to support the game even though they don't care. But <laughs> I don't know if I need this at all. So this is, to me, kind of like Dungeon Bowl and Blitz Bowl. Where I can go, these are nice ways to use and adapt for a long-running league to bring people into the league. You know, tryouts. This is just a different tryout method than Blitz Bowl or Dungeon Bowl. But again, we're never going to use those. Right. Like, I don't particularly care. I mean, they designed the pitch well, and I understand what they're going for, but I don't particularly care for the design. Like, I don't like having the 
the sewers and the pits. I'd rather just be more open and more different. I would just do my own thing. But what nice. I find weird about this release, not just the the pitch, because, <clears throat> and I I don't have this based off any knowledge whatsoever. It almost feels like we're stalling, either for a new version of a box set. Yeah. I mean, because we've heard for a while that we're going to have some new teams. They've already been play tested, et cetera, et cetera. And we're stalling out. And is it easier and quicker to put together a field? Or was this always planned? Or is there a, now a box set coming out with maybe, you know, we talk about it all the time. What, what do we hate the most? Uh, you are wildly inaccurate. And I said, everybody should have a passing stat and yeah. have wildly inaccurate you know, a mummy can't throw it good. So you have to roll a six and he has the wildly inaccurate skill, mm-hmm. which means he can throw it really crazy wild. And no I mean, thrower maybe... should ever have the wildly inaccurate. That's and with the, the new update to Warhammer uh, 10th edition, yeah, with all the rule books are going to be free and online, is it possible that they're cobbling something together for a new Blood Bowl version around Christmas that does somewhat the same thing with a Blood Bowl book online so they can constantly just update it and people can't complain, you know, I, there's typos and stuff. I would be amazed if that happens. I would love it through the stratosphere. Like, that would be so much better for the game. Don't these things feel like they're stall, just yes. stalled yeah. out? I mean, like, we're, we the got the Underworld we got, we got Hold on, we got Amazons last year, September. That was the last yes. true team we got. And since then, we've had reissues, the match play guide, and then this. So it's either yes. old material with new paper packaging, because that's all they had to do was just change the box and change the rules inside. And then, you know, even this release, it's a pitch and a magazine. There's nothing plastic here. There's no dice. There's... You know, you can say the teams are plastic, but they probably have a crap ton of those teams, or they're easy to remake. Well, that's the thing is, there's also no dice reissues. I really yeah. thought, you know, typically, if GW does send us product, they don't. We haven't received like dice, mm-hmm. and that's okay. I'm not, I'm not complaining about that. But when they finally made a, a, you know, a press release saying you can get these things, I was like, "Where's the dice? I thought yeah. we'd at least get new dice." We're definitely not that I need new dice. I'm happy we're not getting dice because otherwise I would buy new dice. I'm just saying I was shocked when we didn't get dice. So I don't know. It just which furthers my feels like... feeling that they're just having a hard time with new tooling. You know, I don't know. It's possible. We'll never know because it's not like GW is come out and going to come out and tell us like, oh, you're right, guys. Due to a whole bunch of stuff from COVID, our factories got repurposed to making other things, and we just haven't got around to finding new places to do it efficiently and get it done. Wow. Uh, like I said, I'm going to get the guttable thing with um, the intent of enjoying it some way someday, but it probably won't happen. And you know, for the people that have been looking for Underworld Denison team or Old World Alliance team, I'm happy for you. And if you are the three people in the world that love the card packs, you're going to be very, very happy. Yeah. Um. Other than that, I mean, okay. Yeah, there's nothing really else to say. Thank, I, I like. Thank you. <laughs> I like the release. I like it. I like that it exists. 
it will probably find a home with some people who really enjoy it, just like everything else. Um, but I don't like the fact that it's a community thing that they c took back, I guess. And I would, I, I just want new teams, new teams. Was, was there anywhere in the book that kind of like in the fluff said like, this has been played in the old world for years by no, the, like the citizens of the old world? It's relatively new. In fact, there's a weird fight club reference that the one of the biggest influences in the creation of the game. Let me see if I can find it. Hmm. Um, so nothing. There was two can't remember what the names are, but it's basically Tyler Durden and oh, Striden. Edwin. Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, it's only illegal to play Gutterball, not to tell people how to play. Tyrese Dryden was tasked with drafting these amendments. This partner. Uh, anyways, that. Misspelling? Anyways. Um, Edwin Oriton. So Tyrese so Dryden, Edwin Oriton, and Edward Norton, Norton, and Tyler Durden. And it made the comment of they've never been seen together. And I was like, well, that's, wait, that's Fight Club? And then later on it mentions that one was the figment of the other's imagination. So I know that that's they... Weird. Put, I guess because they peop these people are fighting, they wanted to make a Fight Club reference. I don't know. Okay. I can't fault him for it. It just seemed out of place to me. I got you. All right. Well, that's our review. Yeah. Um, out of five stars. No, I'm not doing that. Make up your own mind. See if you like it. Let us know. I mean, the teams are fine. We, of course. We've already seen the models. So we like them. I own one of them. I wouldn't buy the cards. I just no, of course, they, never will. I don't know if I'd buy these cards if they were twelve dollars. Mm. And they're not. They're what twenty five. Jeez, that's too much. Eighteen, somewhere like that. Okay, well we're gonna be done, I mean, and we're gonna we can we're just gonna go over the same thing again and again and again. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Sounds yeah. good. Thank yeah. you for sending <laughs> us this product, GW. Oh, and, and to be clear, GW does send us this for free. We are not obligated to uh, provide a positive review, obviously. But we do have to make it known that they do send it to us for free. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's an English legality thing. Oh, okay. Well, I do appreciate them sending us product. Yeah. I do. And I just wish we kind of got, like... I wish today was when the day that all the information got leaked. Yes. And somebody could go, oh, that's cool. I'm going to go now listen to both down and hear what they have to say. Yep. Since they've held it in their hands. So. Oh, well. Anyways. We'll yep. be back with Oklahoma. Yay. All right. We are back to talk about Oklahoma Bowl 11. It was held in... Norman, Oklahoma. Did did you um, forget? Kind, dude, I'm telling you, man. I'm <laughs> uh, yes, of, we held it again at Wizard Asylum in Norman, Oklahoma. On the 24th of June, and then Spiky Cup on the 25th of June. 
Um, before we talk about Oklahoma Bowl, we'll, let's talk about the meet and greet we had Friday night. Let's talk about um, the weirdness think... that is that Steve had to fly in for this. Okay, go for that. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Like, this is the weirdest one we've ever ran because I wasn't there helping the previous week of, you know, going crazy trying to put stuff together. So, we, everything, everything went extremely well, you know, not to bury the lead, but there are things that in the future I'd want to augment if we have to do this again. But everything went pretty well. Yeah, we had to meet up on Friday. We sent it out to everybody yeah. and... Only a I think maybe eight Texas. people showed up. It, maybe I'm, it was nice. It was nice and small. It was definitely nice and small because hardly anybody showed. Maybe there was ten people there. I don't know. Moon um, Webster dude, wanted to, but he got stuck in DFW due to his flight. Hmm. I don't think he got anyways, until midnight. It, anyways, it's very clear that uh, we thank Rudy's Barbecue for hosting us and yeah. letting us have the the run of the tables, but it's also very clear that maybe that is not the people's choice of what they would like <laughs> to eat on Friday night. And maybe in the future, we need to try a different venue. Um, you know, I've had people tell me, you know, like, I don't like Rudy's and I'm like, yeah, well, this is the only venue where I don't have to guarantee that there's like 25 people will yeah. show up by a certain time. And truthfully, they're it's very, not like I love Rudy's. Very, I don't think yeah, anybody loves Rudy's. I love their breakfast foods. But, oh, yeah. Uh, their ribs were surprisingly good. So I was happy with that. But they've always been really loose with us these last two years. They didn't care that there was, you know, eight to ten people. Or if there was 40 people, they had plenty of room for us either way. Yeah, so. if every single person showed up, we had plenty of room. That's the great thing about Rudy's. The problem with Rudy's was is me and Jennifer wanted banana pudding and the chocolate pudding. And we decided to do both. And we got sick. And so when everybody broke away and went home, me and Jennifer, you know, people are probably like, oh, they went home and did a couple things. Yeah. We sat on the couch like two fat hogs and complained about how we ate too much. <laughs> yeah. That'll happen when you eat too much. Oh, my gosh. It was bad. Really bad. Uh, let's talk about Oklahoma Bowl Day. We got up there. Not that people care, but Way we got too early. at 630. Yeah, I woke up at 6, which, you know, normally isn't too bad, but when I'm on mountain time, it's 5. It's like, if So I was really wiped. (laughs) We did our setup. Uh, We had enough fields that nobody really had to pull out their fields. Uh, Thank you, Michael Lewis. Lewis Yep. For bringing some of his uh, neoprene pitches. Um, People started rolling in about 8 o'clock. Passed out all the goodies. People received a um, scatter template, a corn corn dog, corn dog mascot. I need to get he some was, more of those made. We were supposed to get, have extra, and I don't. Either Mike still has them, or I didn't receive them. Or I don't know. So yeah, he was actually a corn dog. He's also he had looking. like the corn symbol of the god of corn, or corn, the god of murder. Mm-hmm. And he has a ketchup and mustard on his back. Yes. So everybody received one of those minis. They got their their sets of dice. There was four different sets of dice for the weekend for everybody in attendance there. And uh, I feel like there was something else, uh, a ticket. Yeah, raffle and, tickets. Oh, and they got a random dice from whatever company that was that sent us the bunch of Baron of single, Dice. 
Baron so of Dice. This is a good time to actually, I'll do this again in shout outs, but I wanted to just give out some idea of what we gave away. So Baron of Dice, we had a bag of different type of dice. Um, Waia Games, they sent us a team. Punga sent us a team. Hungry Troll uh, gifted us a $50 gift certificate. Gift 50 euro gift certificate. Uh, Gaspez Arts sent us a team. Yield Lasersmith uh, donated a box and a dice tower with Pete's art. It's amazing looking. Um, and do check out Yield Lasersmith for more coolness. Wizard Asylum was always nice enough to provide us the place for free. So we got a $50 gift certificate from them and bought a team. And then Maelstrom Gaming Mats, you know, made the mats that everyone was using and sent us extra dice for the first, second, and third places. So, yeah, we had uh, quite a bit of stuff there. So, And we had other uh, people who brought in teams and stuff to donate. Uh, so yeah, awesome, the, everybody. The Missouri... The Missouri guys, they did, you know, they donated the guys who craft the wood stuff, like the, oh, uh, the dice tower. That was ye old, um, lasers, ye old laser smith, Brendan. And then wind, windmill games did like some wooden dice cups and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Anyways, we that had really a bunch cool. of stuff. That was Joe Smith. All the Smiths and all of... their wood cutting. Well, they're all overachievers. You know, they're either making movies or printing on wood or doing something cool. So mm-hmm. They keep busy, folks. They really do. And they're not related. That's what's funny. It's really annoying. <laughs> so much drive. I hate you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so by the time everything was said and done, we didn't think I was going to get to play of that morning. And then we a- found out that... Ben Burns guy. was not into the system. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for some reason, Ben wasn't in the system. I have no idea why. And there was a so, guy who well, registered at, like, midnight of the day before and sent in his rosters at one forty-three in the morning. And he correct. did not show up. So I'm going to speak pretty candid and honestly and i'm probably going to get feedback that says um oh i cheated or i made the wrong move or something like this um as tos we had potentially 44 people if i played um the one gentleman that we've never met before he signed up late we didn't know where he was coming from you know as we're trying to dictate like do i guess we go ahead and start round one without him what do we do um, he contacted us and said, I woke up late. I can be there in 30 minutes. Uh, if I have to forfeit my game, I can. Um, we decided to, since we've never met this person and we assumed he wasn't trying to get out of the round, you know, by just not playing or anything like that on purpose. Since we never met him, we felt kind of guilty like we should let him play because there's so many awards that dictate that you play all four games. Yeah. Best defense, and stuff like that. You so, want to get casualties or touchdowns or whatever to be in the running for those awards too. So I don't like sitting at these events. So I was really happy like he was going to be on his way. And we made the decision to, I would play him 
because that's the only logical thing. We couldn't hold up the tournament for 30 minutes. And, you know, why punish somebody like, uh, you know, Mike Patterson who drove up from Texas, if he drew the new guy yeah. or, or the late comer, I should say. And or, you, both you, know, somebody going, like that. you both were going to be punished because there's no way you guys are going to finish the game on time. So you're going to lose Correct. out on the three bonus points no matter what. For sure. So we, me and Steve came up with the, we don't know this guy. We'd like him to return. I will play him. We'll play as fast as we can. And as soon as time is called for everybody else, we're going to let that game go 15 more minutes and then call it no matter what happens. Um, and then in walks in the hot- spirit of the 70s. Yes, in walked uh, <laughs> Bob Ross's long-lost love child, Cadigan Barksdale. And, I mean, I don't know what this kid was on, but you couldn't talk to him without being happy. I mean, he was just pure joy. We sit down to play. He said, thank you for playing. You know, I can still take the loss. I just want to play some turns. And this was, what, his third game, we come to find out? Well, that's that's what I come to find out. I said, no, we can play this game and let everything count because I'd like you to be eligible for the awards. And he goes, okay. And then... And if he were a I seasoned didn't... player, like if he were a seasoned player like me, and you and I had an hour to play, we can get that game done. Yeah. and So that was the thing we were all, thinking, we... too. All in all, we had about an hour and I think 30 minutes total mm-hmm. uh, with him being late. But it wasn't until we roll for kickoff. He gets to decide. He says, I'm going to kick it to you. And I said, oh, you're going to kick it to me? And he's like, yeah, I'll kick it to you. I want to be defense first. I was like thinking in my brain, like, that's weird. Okay. He sets up. I set up. And then I notice he has all his people on the line, just straight on the line. And that's when I go, how long have you played Blood Bowl? <laughs> and he goes, this is my third game. God. And I said, your third game? And he said, yeah, this is my third game. God, I love this game so much. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh. So then I'm like, what do I, you know, now I got to teach as well. And so I was like, are you sure you don't want to receive the ball and all this stuff? And he's like, no, I'm good. I want to play defense. And okay. So he kicks the ball to me. I have my elf team. I'm trying to play fast turns. And I'm also trying not to just steamroll because like, he doesn't know what's going on. So I'm trying to explain as I go, um, I think I did a good job on that. He There was things he didn't know, like um, you can use block defensively. Like if I roll Skull both down, he wouldn't go down because he has block. He didn't know that. Um, he had guard on all his players, and he was a little confused about that, but he found out like, oh, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, so we played a game knowing that we were – didn't have much time. I scored as fast as I could just to get, you know, at least get a tie because if I kick off back to him, so be it. Um, nevertheless, he, he never ended up scoring because, you know, we ended up finally running out of time and everything, but he, he learned quite a bit. He said he had a blast. Um, he was, he was the kind of kid like he, he wants to play blood bowl like NFL, and I kept, I, I tried yeah. to help him on that. I was like, if you're going to throw that pass, 
I said, you need to throw that short pass and then run with the ball so you can protect your guy. He's like, yeah, but I want to do a long pass. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, but you shouldn't. And he's like, okay, you're probably right. Like he listened and he was open to learning, but I had no clue if I was playing some guy from some other state that was like rooming up in Oklahoma city mm-hmm. and driving down, or if I was playing a guy who had three games in. Cause as soon as Gary found out, <laughs> I played a guy who that was his third game. He's like, pretty convenient. You played the guy with playing his third game ever. And I'm like, get out of here. I didn't, you know, and again, we didn't think about that. Again, we just assumed that that's the only thing we could do because he wanted to play and we couldn't wait. So you're going to play him anyways. Right. So I'm I'm not upset with my decision or our decision to just go ahead and do that for the tournament. I would have done that if that was like Chris Mosier who lives up in Oklahoma City who said he woke up late or if that was Scott Hess locally. Now, I wish they were on time. Yeah. Um, but – we got a new guy maybe hooked to Blood Bowl by letting him participate and being around for all four rounds. And he had a blast, and every person around that kid was just like, I like this guy. He's just so happy and full of energy. And, like, he named all his players. Now, granted, he's played three. This was his third game. He already had people named, folks. And when he was doing stuff, he'd go, he'd make a block, and if he knocked me down, he's like, yeah, that's good. Good job. Good job, Festus. He's the brother of this guy. And then, like, he had his own fluff. So some of you people who don't name your team need to take something away from Cadigan Barksdale of Shawnee, Oklahoma, (laughs) and learn to play the sports role-playing game and love it like he did. Uh, He played all games. And that was another thing we worried about. Like, if we told the guy who's 30 minutes away... we said no don't bother you know you can just show up at uh you know nine you know whatever 10 30 or whatever because you're going to get a first round loss maybe he never shows up and maybe he never falls in love with the crowd and the community Mm -hmm. so i think i still think we did the right move on this um i had no idea and trust me i do not steve will attest to this i do not like playing brand new people in blood bowl because i don't want to be the guy that could give them a bad time because I know how to play Blood Bowl. I'd rather somebody else do that. Um, so the reason anyways. that you're going in depth in this, because uh, you did very well in the in the tournament. So we'll get yeah, to that so, at the end. Um, okay. But yeah, so we got to playing. Uh, this alien walks in whose spaceship is powered by love and Blood Bowl. So he got to play Scott. And he then, had Bob Ross hair. I'm not kidding, folks. No, I mean, he, he had, had the mutton chops. Yeah. He looked like maybe Harley. If you know the pro wrestler Harley Race, if Harley Race had more of a Bob Ross haircut, he had the mutton chops just like Harley Race, former I'm trying to NWA think of like the, world champion. There was a 70s or 80s magician who kind of looked like that. I don't know. Anyways, maybe. definitely not a knock. He, he wore it and he wore it well. No, he was great. Um, Everyone seemed to. I hope he plays in our league next year. Yeah, that's how much I want want him around. Um, so. so everyone did well. Ended up having again velvet taco for lunch. And Steve's favorite place. Me and Gary's yeah. one of me and Gary's favorite place. For I mean, it's good. I'm not knocking it. We did try to stream. So um, our buddy Dustin, who missed out 
this time. Him and John both weren't able to make it for the first time in forever. Um, but he made a cool custom pitch so that we could try to stream. And I, we were using your laptop instead of mine, so I didn't have any of the streaming software installed at the beginning. So we were doing it on Facebook, and then eventually I installed it, and we were able to get it on Twitch. But um, it was interesting. I think we could do better, obviously, in the future. We need. I had a clamp that could hold the camera, but not great. You kind of need like a, I don't know how the other people do it, but you need like something that, you know, positions over the game so you can look down on it. Yeah, it wasn't like the greatest setup. If you were just really desperate to... It's better than... Want the, to be there. Yeah. It was better it was than a Nuffleween one. Like, I still maintain yeah. we were the first one to ever stream a, a Blood Bowl tournament, and that was like Nuffleween 3 back nine yeah. ten I mean, years ago to our knowledge we did it was very archaic but yes, yeah we did um so we're gonna try to get that together for the future maybe because i think on twitch it'll do better and uh if we can get it to where we can have one for the game one for the dice and then have a couple of people off to the you know discord or something that i can import and they can do commentary I don't know. There's a lot of talk. It was, it was it was a fun thing to explore this year. Put it that way. Okay. Um, anything else about the tournament before we get to the results? Well, well what was the most people that I saw um, was like seven, maybe ten. Okay. Not right, huge. Right. Um, but again, I didn't promote it at all, and we put it to. I tried to share it to Blood Bowl community, and it worked one time, I think, and not another. I don't know. That's right. another thing too. Is you go... I'm too busy doing other stuff than trying to worry about that, which is a lot of the problem. All right, you want to go over results? Sure. Backwards or forwards? Um, let's go backwards. Back of the pack: Sebastian Serrano, Stunty Cup, Brendan Smith, Best Sportsman Scott Waring, Fan Favorite Mike Patterson. Most Brutal, Mark Miner. Best Defense, Josh Arnett. Or now called Best D, because we all have gutter minds, and that's all anyone could talk about. <laughs> right. Uh, didn't catch on as well, but the best O was Brad Wales. Delzine Cup, Mike Patterson. Again, that and FanFrave are the only ones that can be doubled up. Yes, with his corn. His corn team that the week prior destroyed me, caused eight casualties, and then this week I have to give him trophies. Well, uh, second, that's what happens, right? Second place went to you, and that's why we went on the little diatribe earlier. Yeah, so... Um, I didn't I'm think anything up. about it, like, honestly. And, of course, I wouldn't because I know your intentions are true and I had other stuff going on. It didn't even occur to me until you started talking about it today. Uh, I know, but I overhear what people say sometimes, and I know sometimes people are just giving, you know, busting my mm -hmm. balls like I bust them. So, yeah, I, I played. Uh, even somebody commented after we post pictures that, oh, it's nice to run your own tournament and then play in your own tournament and win one of your own trophies. And I'm like, yeah, it was pretty cool. 
Most people um, want us to play, which is funny. And I've always been of the opinion, Scott and I have had this running argument since we have been running events. Back to Heroclix days, when there were buy rounds. I always thought that the buy round should get a win, or if they're playing, I should play a crappy team. And if I do, I should never get an award. Scott had a different opinion. That went on forever. Um, this is a whole yeah, different I'm, thing. This is a whole different thing. I'm I'm with you. You played, you abided by the rules, and you still got second place. I don't have any issue with that. Well, I can explain further because somebody actually talked to me after the tournament about stuff because for the same reasons. Um, let's. Um, well, before yeah, let we get into that, up. let's say uh, champion went to Scott Miller. Scott Miller wrecked everybody, folks, and with, he was playing Chaos Renegades yeah. with Lord Borak. Yeah. He had a Rat Ogre. He had a Troll. And basically, he used Lord Borak as an Ogre. And he still did Lord Borak things, which included fouling as often as he could. And he still went undefeated and won... Oklahoma Bowl 11 with the Chaos Renegades. He and even said he got called out a few times with Borak. He got knocked out before and didn't have him for a whole half. So Gary played him in round two, and Gary said, he told me at that moment, he goes, I have no shame in losing to that guy because I did everything I should have done. I just didn't get the dice rolls, and that guy's a really good player, like a really good player, Scott. That's what he kept telling me. And here's the thing, people. This is World Cup rules. Straight. No funky stuff. This is straight World Cup rules. So he was going up against other people who are going to World Cup. Because there's multiple people there that are going to World Cup. And going up against teams that you could legitimately face at World Cup. And he went undefeated 4-0. He also said he, he... Purposely took Chaos Renegades because he thought they were getting too many skills under the World Cup rules. They do. So he kind of wanted to exploit it. They so really he do. exploited it and did very well. So Yeah, they should be ranked higher. But there you go. If you're on the fence about what to take to World Cup, that's a viable option. Mm-hmm. So um, back to people talking to you about your cheating. Oh, I, well, I didn't cheat. I know. Number one. <laughs> um, somebody mentioned it. You know, I, I asked somebody like, you know, did people really get upset? And they, they told me, well, one, I picked my teams. The two teams I had through this weekend to be an odd man out were the only two teams represented represented all weekend, which was High Elves and not. Elf Union. Not, not represented for Oklahoma Bowl weekend. That's including both tournaments. So I decided to use those teams. I went straight to Tim Lyons and said, I know you have rosters for every World Cup team. What's your team roster? And he goes, this is what I would play. And I said, okay, I don't think that's enough bench players, so I'm going to drop one catcher and add an extra lineman so I could have some bench players. And that's the only difference. Skill-wise, it's what Tim Lyons had, et cetera, et cetera. So, one, I didn't make up really my own roster besides having the extra bench player. Um, You know, I don't believe that the odd man out should just take losses. And this is because in the past I've been to a tournament where I've heard the TO saying, 
I beat him with my ringer team. And then later when he gets beat, he's like, well, it didn't matter. He only mm-hmm. beat my ringer team. No, I agree with you. I don't, I don't like that. I also don't like events where Tio's play and then they don't accept an award. I think that's also belittling. Mm-hmm. And that's what I got told. They were saying, they said, Scott, I'd rather you play and I want to play you and I want to beat you. So yeah. I don't want to beat you when you're like playing a ringer team. I want to play you when you're at your best. And, you know, also the last thing I want you to do is I would hate to win an award because it trickled down to me because you're not, ex- you're better than us and you don't accept your own awards. Yeah. I would, and I, was like, I would hate that. You go to a tournament that, and get first place because first place didn't accept it. No. Right. So, I, and I'm not knocking at the people who decided to do that. I'm just telling you, our opinions around here. And Steve is right. He, he would make a goofy team. He would say like, Oh, I'm just going to take, let's say chaos renegades with Mm -hmm. almighty blow. Steve might do something like that. When I want to play something to, you know, one, I'm a big time. I'd like every race represented at these events. So I talk about that on the podcast constantly. Like I want to take something that nobody else is taking, which is makes it really hard. Sometimes if you wanted to play like dwarves or orcs, because everybody takes them. So, to just say for this, um, in Blood Bowl, I would not take a goofy team. I wouldn't. I typically don't. I may not care. Back in Hero Clicks, I absolutely would. Because that's a whole different vibe. That's a whole different thing. You know, we were giving away prizes given to us by the creator of the game. So, therefore, I, right. yeah, I wanted people to come back and I wanted people to get prizes. I didn't need them, I already got them. This is not the same for this. These are tournaments. There's a whole different thing. So if I play, I'm playing to win. But we've heard the argument for years from a lot of people who want both of us to play the events. They're like, we travel into town to see you, so I'd rather see you and hang out. And I can't (laughs) do that at an event this size. I really can't. I mean... I know you can't, but even if we had 20 people... And me and you could play, oftentimes you'll tell me, like, no, we got to run the thing. We just see it. We see it different. Yeah, absolutely. And again, but, like there's a magic number, like twelve to sixteen, where that's small enough for me to to play. I don't feel it bad at all. Right. Well. Anyways, I was very happy to play because I get crazy bored just sitting <laughs> around at these things. Yeah. I get antsy. You do. And then you walk um, off, and instead of helping, you're talking to random people, which doesn't help. Yeah, I do that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that wraps up, I guess, Oklahoma Bowl, right? Yeah. Um, oh, I wanted. So everybody's like, man, Scott got second. Let me tell you, I took Elf Union. I had 13 players, four games, or you could say three. And me and Cadigan got to turn six in that game once because I played as fast as I could to help him have turns. So we got to turn six of the second half. So almost four whole games. Yeah. I only took <laughs> two casualties from blocks now i took a few more from fouls but with my eight plus armor i took two casualties all day i played and that's how you win exactly i played cadigan's team of uh nobility didn't get anybody casualties i don't believe i played against robert loves halfling teams that had the white dwarf and griff so every turn White Dwarf was giving Griff Mighty Blow, Jeez. and he was hitting me and knocking me down. It just, the armor didn't break. 
um, I played a dark elf team. Uh, the armor broke, but they were all like at one point I was down to four uh, four KOs in the KO box by like turn two of the first half. Uh, but they weren't casualties. And in game three, I was playing against Gary's Amazon teams, and he was trying to hurt me just like I was trying to hurt him, and neither one of us was getting it. Yeah, you know, so it just it was one of those great days where I just didn't get hurt. And that if you can keep elves on the pitch, you're gonna do pretty good because mm-hmm. you can still go do elf stuff. And I don't know if I've had such a great day of rolling one dice just to dodge out of tackle zones without dodge and rarely failing them. I mean, in my memory, I'm sure this is wrong, but I think I I would say five times for all day that I fell on a one just running from a tackle zone in four games. Jeez. And I'm being serious. I, I cannot remember more than five times. When you have that kind of luck, you should do pretty good. So yeah. I went three wins and a tie. So That's anyways. awesome. Congrats. I, I was happy just because I played well, you know, so. Uh, that evening, we ended up going to Hideaway with a whole bunch of guys. End up being yeah, we ended up guys. going to Hideaway, and then I think the Missouri guys were at Hideaway already, mm-hmm. and all that. So we all just kind of hung out and split over some tables and ate. I got yep. to eat across from the champ, Scott Miller. Let's try yep. to absorb some of his vibes for the next day. And that was probably a mistake because it's just way too late for us. And Michael Lewis coming in MVP because after barbecue the night before, I woke up with, I told him I had a little bit of heartburn. And he's like, oh, do you not have any tums or anything? I'm like, no, normally I'd carry them, but I didn't think about it. It wasn't a big deal. You know, I'll have some food. It'll go away. So we, I have extension cords, but I needed three prong instead of two. So he had to run to Walmart and buy it real quick. And he came back with extension cord and Tums. Now I'm like, I didn't really need these, but thanks. He goes, oh, I thought you wanted them. No, but that's okay. Well, after eating pizza at 8 o'clock at night, we're like, hey, you're going back to the store, Brian, aren't you? Yeah. I'm going to go get those Tums. And we all had them, and I slept fine. (laughs) We all did have them. (laughs) I I even took some. Michael's the salt of the earth, my man. He Mm -hmm. is, um, he's a good person. He so. is. So I think that's sometimes. Sometimes he's so nice he drives me insane. Yeah, because he wants to talk to everybody, and sometimes we don't get to places on time. But he is a he's a great helper, and we really appreciate it. having him and him and Gary helped us set up that morning. So mm-hmm. we really appreciate those guys, and I don't want to sell them short on that. And Dustin, your field, I heard no complaints about your field. So everybody, everybody loved they it. Think like that too. They thought it was awesome. So, yes, I think we can wrap this up and come back for day two. Okay, so Sunday is Spiky Cup. But before I do that, I would like to address something that happened to me on my flight out. I got to the airport early. My flight uh, left at, I don't know, noon, whatever. I got there at 10. I actually got there earlier, like 9. Anyways, uh, they have a Chick-fil-A at the Denver International Airport. It's a whole different concourse than the one I go to, but I go there because I want spicy chicken biscuits. And I get there, 
And it's a long line, probably a longer line than the, T the uh, TSA line was. And I get up to the front, and they're selling lunch. Because that's all they serve. They do not serve breakfast. I hated it. Oh, man. That was the worst disappointment. But I just had to bring that up. Um, anyways, for Sunday, back to Blood Bowl. Spiky Cup, three rounds, same business as before. Um, a lot less people this time. I think like six people dropped. So we had, what, 36? We had 36. Um, one of our locals had to... Um, he had a family thing that he had to do. So he, we would have had 38 if he would have showed up because I would have got to play again. Mm -hmm. And um, he couldn't make it. So we had 36, which is still not bad. I mean, We had the rare one time that someone has shown up for Spikey and not Oklahoma. I think that's yeah, maybe the Dylan second time. Francis, he was looking for that, – that was his first weekend tournament too, but he had like some job and he didn't get back until late Saturday night. So, yeah, he only showed up for Spikey Cup. So that – so, 36 so, people. Weirdly enough, also like this is the first time in Spiky Cup history, I think, that there was not a single question on the rules of the weirdo Spiky Cup rules that whole tournament. There was no, I, does this interfere with that? Does this work with that? Does blah, blah, blah? None of that. I am shocked that that happened, but... I got to admit, I don't remember people asking me weird things and me going, it's Steve's tournament. You talk to Steve. Right. It didn't happen. So either I, so, it was just too easy or, you know, because it's just adding, adding skills or stuff. Nothing too crazy. Still too many crazy rules, but whatever. Nobody took um, the fancy hat. After you bought one. I know. Gary was going to take the fancy hat. And he's like, dang it. Then he changed it. <laughs> Yeah, so Gary was going to take the fancy hat. I told Steve, what are you going to do for the fancy hat? We got one guy taking the fancy hat. He goes, I haven't thought about the fancy hat. And I said, well, what is it going to do? And he's like, I think it's just a fancy hat. So he ordered a fancy hat. I got the fancy hat in the mail. And then Gary turned in his roster again and said, I've changed my mind. Mm -hmm. I don't want the fancy hat. And truthfully, what was going to happen, I'll just be honest, is if one person took it, I have a spiky Norman helmet that I made. Looks just like the one that he wears. It has the three spikes. It's cool. I love it. But I was just going to give that away to someone because I don't really need it, need it anymore. And I can always make a new one. But then I was like, I don't really have room for this in my suitcase. And I don't know if I really want to take a spiky helmet through security. So I'm just going to What's order one from Amazon. I got a small top hat. Mm-hmm. And if, if multiple people took fancy hats, then I would come up with some wacky rule thing. And he was almost right. Like, I was thinking about letting you pick which inducement you wanted each game. Yeah, he told me, he's like, don't, don't tell me. He's like, so I have a theory. He's like, either the hat lets you pick after you see your opponent the the inducement you want for that one game, or knowing Steve, it's just a fancy hat. <laughs> I really I like, did. Oh, okay. I, I just, I had so many other things going on. I figured one less wasn't going to hurt anybody. <laughs> that was good. Um, um, I can't do round by round here because I didn't get to play. That's okay. Uh, everything went really well again. 
I had no mistakes on Oklahoma Bowl back in top form when I'm not stressed and depressed and hating my life. Um, so this one, uh, someone turned a sheet in and I had other people talking to me and I got distracted and I put it in backwards. Luckily, we were able to catch it right before most people got back from lunch, redid them real quick and fixed it. Most people didn't even know. Yeah, that's true. But that was it. So, yeah, you did a really good job this weekend. It helped. It took a, a little bit longer, but doing that double check where you go back through and check your numbers is yeah. well worth it. So, I don't think it even took that much longer, really, because people tended to get me stuff on time this time. Um, I don't know where to go from here since I didn't play. We did two rounds. And then we broke for lunch. In between rounds, we had people like, you know, vote for mm-hmm. fan favorite and stuff like that. Oh, um, one thing we should talk about is the trophies this year. So uh, I decided. I was going to talk about it. You want to talk about it now or you want to talk about it later? Oh, we can talk about it now. I was okay. going to talk about it at the end, but that's okay. fine. Um, so the trophies, you know, we have the big deal, and we've done him with the spike originally, and then the, the number one fan, secondly. And then. Someone, uh, I think it was Mike Carpenter last year, who made a big version of him, and he looked really cool. I was like, we should use that for trophies. So we got him, we put top hats on us, on each one of us, and printed them off, and we were using them for trophy toppers. And then, um, again, Patterson had the model for, like, the old NEF trophies. You know how the base has the ring and then has NEF on it or whatever. Correct. So, looked just like that. Got it updated to reflect the awards for Oklahoma Bowl and Spiky Cup. And the idea was I was going to put them together, then paint them and make them look like gold or silver with either a wood or a black base. And then I got to thinking about it. They're modeled after the NEF trophies. And the NEF trophies, you get unassembled. And then half the fun is you painting them to match your team that you won or the tournament you won. That was my understanding. So I was like... Well, some events, I know, especially overseas, they might do it ahead of time. Yeah. The TO might paint it up and stuff like that. But the ones, yes, I've got around here, like mine are all different colors because I either tailored them to the event, like when we went to Emerald City Cup or Mm -hmm. whatever it was called, Emerald City Bowl up in Kansas which is all Kansas, it's more green and stuff like yeah. Emerald City. And then like a Nuffleween one is Halloween colors, which also happened to be like what my orc team that won it also displayed. So Yeah, and like one yeah. someone had won the Rocky Mountain Rampage and had taken a Yeti and put it on the base and had him holding the shield up. And it looked oh, really awesome. Yeah, I remember that. So I was just thinking, okay, I'll let people take these and they can paint them how they want. And then next year, maybe we'll have a special award for people who bring them. Because we, we got to do something about best painted. It's, it bugs me. We just need to, or fan favorite. I think we've got to figure out a better way to do that. Well, that's, otherwise the same same two guys are always going to win them. So. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if, because I know some people are like, well, it's kind of weird they're not put together or painted. I'm like... In retrospect, yeah, probably is, because you typically expect them to. But I was, in my head, they're modeled after the NAF thing, and those never are. So, 
So if I would have got a chance to paint them, let's say, I would have assembled them, I would have primed them, and then it would have just been spray painted like pure gold, pure silver, pure bronze, and then the other ones would have been like copper color or something like that. Yeah. So if you're putting yours together and making it really cool, just remember it's probably going to be better than what <laughs> what mine would have been if I yeah. had done it. That's what I was thinking too. Is like you know That way it doesn't have to be generic. It can be however you like. I don't, but you if, know, if people didn't like them, I apologize, and we'll figure out something so different next time. One thing we haven't talked about off the air, not really much this week since Monday, yeah. is um, people ask me, you know, they're ready for us to send out some feedback forms because some people said, like, now I've had a few days to process it. <laughs> when are you going to send this out so I can give some feedback on that and stuff? So Yeah, like this is probably our best time, run tournament, but I'm sure we're going to get a lot of feedback. It's okay. They can feedback. They can. Yeah. If there's something they didn't like, let us know. If there's something they did like, let us know. We also changed up um, how we did raffles, which I thought was a cool thing. Um, in hindsight, it was a cool idea. I mean, at the time, it was a cool idea. I, I realize now. So what we did is we had a table full of items, and I'll be transparent here since maybe you guys can learn something from us. We had a table full of items and usually we try to have some raffles for the first day and then some raffles for the second day. So we coupled up items like um, we had some star players that GW gave us, like the um, the two goblins in the, it was that Scrappa and yeah. somebody? Anyways, and then uh, Cindy Pie Whistle and Puggy. We had those two packs that like GW gave us. So, so actually, we, one second. You know, we used to do two separate raffles. But we haven't done that in a while. That might be part of the issue. Is the last recent ones we have only done one, because there was nobody. Of people who, was only there. Everybody was there day one, and we had a big thing to give away. So we wanted to give away day one when everybody was there. This was the Maybe first time so. we've had someone at the second day solely. So we figured we'd break it up because they deserved a chance to get something too. Well, however it was, we had yeah. like example, those star player packs with two characters in it. What we did is, is you could get, use your ticket from that day and you could buy tickets. And then if you won that raffle, you got to pick which of those two items you wanted. And then that other item went back on the table for the next day. We thought it was clear as day because we gave you a ticket on uh, Saturday and we gave you a new ticket on Sunday that the tickets would be discarded. And I realized after somebody told me afterwards, they said some people thought the tickets would go back in the cup. Like if their ticket didn't get drawn, yeah. the tickets would go back in the cup and wait for the next day. And they were kind of upset about it. And I'm here to tell you, I 100% get it. Yeah, We were not clear as day on that. We should have been. That might have changed how maybe people spent tickets or... Or at least they would have just at least known. So I, I will apologize right up front because what it, it seemed like it was super clear to us. Yeah. You know, if it's your first time, maybe it's not clear to you. So that, that was our bad. And, and again, it was the first time we've done it that way, too. So we didn't think anything about it either. So, yeah, we probably should address the crowd in the morning and said, like, any tickets you buy today will be discarded and they'll go in it for tomorrow. And also let everybody know, like, you're also going to get another ticket tomorrow. Because I guess some people were surprised that they got another ticket for Spikey. Mm -hmm. And we thought that was clear as, clear as day, too. But, I mean, we were wrong. 
And to be and, fair, uh, on Spikey, we told everyone that the weather was normal. And then we told people the weather was normal. And then people asked, we said the weather was normal. And then other people asked, and that we they were told by other people that the weather was done as normal. And then other people again asked. About 20 times we had to answer, was the weather top table or done normal? And then you had to stop everyone and go, it's normal, like we said five minutes ago. Yeah. So I'm not blaming people I, for not listening, but I know some people don't listen. I wasn't really like hating everybody. I just wanted everybody to listen to you me. You hate everybody. <laughs> we know it. I, I hate everybody. Brah. So yeah, we made mistakes. We always make mistakes. I was, I, was more, I was more mad that I didn't get to play and I had to like, you know, meander around and talk to people and not help Steve since mm-hmm. I wasn't <laughs> playing in the tournament. <laughs> uh, winners. Let's look at uh, winners after three rounds. Because that's all Spiky Cup is, and if you're not familiar and you haven't heard our podcast ever, Spiky Cup had like uh, plus two points per uh, KO, I believe it was plus four for casualties. So you get these crazy bonus scores that do matter. Um, we had a guy hit 93 bonus points, which Steve thinks is the top one ever, and I I swear, and I don't have any way to prove this, and I'm not going to go look at like listen to old boat down episodes. I swear, Tim Har got. 103 once, but he I could might be wrong. Have. I, it's been so long, I couldn't tell you. Um, back of the pack went to uh, Cadigan Barksdale with his Imperial Nobility team, and he was thrilled to death. Fan favorite went to Ryan Smith, uh, his dwarf team, which are also the beautiful Muppets that he painted. Ryan was super nice and donated a complete Muppet set that I think he sells for like 225, 225, yeah. something like that. He put that in the raffle. That was insane. He hundred percent just threw that in the raffle. Uh, that was really nice of him. Uh, CQ got that. Yeah. Uh, look guys, if you have Texas. not seen that, um, did we put pictures of that team up on both down? I have pictures on my phone. I do not know if I had put those pictures up. Okay. Um, we, we need to at some point. Should put those up. They're amazing. He got so many of the Muppet characters made. And I know people are killing him. You know, they keep bugging him for the STLs. But obviously, the amount of money that he put into that to get those custom made. Like, oh, how many figures are people. on there, do you think? I wouldn't let people do that. What's like, that? If you had to guess, how many figures were custom made for that? 50? Maybe part of 50? Every bit of 50. He's got, what, five I mean, big guys? Death Roller? I mean, le- just... legit, I was trying to think of a Muppet that he did not create that was on that display. And I couldn't. I know I'm 49. I know I haven't watched a Muppet show in a long time. Yeah. I could not think of one except maybe that, like, Johnny remember Fantana. that machine that would pull its arms out and, yeah. like, take off your ears and put new ears on? Mm-hmm. I couldn't think of anything besides that. And I don't even know if that's a character. It was no. like a machine. A that was a machine so, in one sketch. Right. But everybody knows it. Uh, so he won um, fan favorite with his dwarf team that were Muppets. Uh, and like, best sportsman. this is what we're talking about. Like, he could bring that every year. How would we not vote for that? And he could I play know. it as a different team every year, too. Because it's fully functional to play in so many teams. And I'm not faulting right. him. No fault at all. Amazing. But, no, we're just jealous that you have all this drive and you paint all your teams good and you make movies and, Mike and you're Patterson, successful. Mike Patterson 
with him. Like, it's crazy the amount of stuff that he does and paints and it's all custom figures and amazing. And, of course, he's going to win every time. That's okay. Anyways, back to awards. Uh, Best Sportsman went to one of the brothers in the LeClaire family, Gavin LeClaire. And we don't know if you guys are twins or not, so you're going to have to, if you listen, answer <laughs> and let us know. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, most because brutal they, went they to... Look, they're either twins or very strong genes, only a few years apart. We don't, we don't know. Right. Most brutal went to Josh Arnett and his Chaos Dwarf team. Um, best offense went to Billy Stoops from... Billy Stoops. Billy Toops from, <laughs> from his, Missouri his William, with his Skaven okay. team. Uh, Dave Hanrath with his Dwarf team got best defense. Stunty Champion, who was also the fourth overall. He lost in the top table in round three, the last round. Crazy. Austin Beatty with his Goblin team. Uh, third place ended up, or Delzine Cup, is uh, Jason Campbell with his Chaos Dwarf team. Mike Patterson got second with his Norse team. And then Patrick LeClaire with his Necro team won first place and won it by 80-something points, maybe close to, no, more close was, to 100. I think it was 60. Was it only 60? Yeah, because I think I said that it, it might have been 80. Because I said if uh, Patterson got another win and some decent bonus points, he, he'd win, but he does not another round. Okay. Anyway, so we had some different teams. Nobody's yeah. ever won Oklahoma Bowl with a Chaos Renegades team, and nobody's won Spiky Cup with a Necro team. So that was kind of cool to see. Goblins mm-hmm. almost got it done again. No I fault know, that's to Austin. crazy. Like, come on, man. I was rooting for you. And that is really crazy. But uh, good turnout. Um, these guys were happy, you know, obviously winning their awards. I think it's time since we – kind of named like the third place award from our, our old league fluff with the mm-hmm. Delzine Cup. I really do think it's time to change that um, second place award. Can oh. you still hear me? Yeah. I thought you were wanting to retire Delzine Cup. Oh, uh, we can if you want, or we can name the second place trophy the Brian Hill Cup, which we always yeah. called it the Blood the Blood Hill Cup, but I know you don't want to do that probably. I don't but, like. It's bad enough having to explain Delzine Cup to people. We all, well, let us know in your feedback. If so, I will. I'll gladly acquiesce that to a third place award. And then when you take it home, your wife knows you got third and you <laughs> didn't win the Delzine Cup. And she's like, "You're a loser. You were, you were only third best." There's so. truth to that. You can hide your shame, <laughs> dude. Third place at this tournament is nothing to about though that's for sure oh not not at all i just didn't know if people i like the little different names just because but that's just me i'm also weird anyways good turnout everybody was happy we of course shook hands and that's why i'm sick probably today we said Mm -hmm. our goodbyes and everybody cleared out super fast (laughs) i look up and it was just me steve jennifer and like michael i believe yeah (laughs) And there was so a lot of people on uh, round four previous day who are like four rounds in one day is a lot. It's like yes. yeah, it is. I forget about that. Uh, we did have two locals. 
and I mistold the story online because I thought they went to lunch together and decided to quit. Mm-mm. That's how it was told to me. Uh, come to find out that the two locals, one guy told you he's dropping because he had such a bad day. And he also plays in our league, and he had two league games this week where he did super awful too. So he's yeah. like in an eight-game terrible also, streak of blood bowl. He was also getting annoyed because he took the Jordell sponsorship, and it gives you leap and long legs and that type of stuff. And he's and having explain to explain to, to all the people how it worked and all the answers. And again, I don't think that was a. I don't. I don't think that was the main thing. I think the main thing is he was just. Not having a good time, and I've been there. Trust me. Right. So it's a lot easier to he, leave when you go home versus going back to a hotel. Right. Uh, he dropped out, which meant I was going to play for, I guess, a second there, and then um, one of our other friends in the local league. He also had a really bad weekend with Amazon's. Yeah. And he decided, like, I'm going to get out of here too. So somebody said, like, you guys seem to have a lot of drops. I'm telling you guys right now, it's it's the locals. And, and at the same time, I can't blame them when they're having a terrible week. Nobody wants to play it. There's many times I've been at Chaos Cup, especially that year I took just Chaos, that if I lived locally there, I would have said, I'm doing terrible. I'm not coming back Sunday. And the way he said it is like, I haven't seen that many around here. I'm like, I don't know what tournaments you're going to. I've seen drops um, at almost every type of tournament. You know, whether it's due to someone's well, kid mean, got hurt, someone's just being pissed off, they didn't like the people they were playing, they thought a game went I mean, poorly, whatever. I've seen people quit multiple tournaments. I have too, and maybe he just means, I mean, maybe he meant it from a perspective of like, he's blessed that his locals are yeah. so hungry for Blood Bowl, they'll stay and play, you know, some crappy games. I, I don't know, it doesn't matter. Um not a big deal. So, yeah, no. I, I see plenty of drops, too. As long as, to me, as long as the drops can happen without somebody being, you know, there's an odd man out or some way to continue to uh, make the awards eligible for the people who are left. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, of course. People can do what they do. Um, that wraps that all that up. Did you have anything else? Uh, we went to the garage for dinner. And then Michael proceeded to need to be by a bathroom. So you ended up taking me to the airport. <laughs> and my flight I'm sure, was delayed. I'm sure, my, I'm sure Michael wants us to tell the story of like how we were walking to the car, and he goes, uh-oh, and he turns <laughs> right around, and we, I think we were outside for like 30 minutes. I could be wrong. It's a little bit. I wasn't going I'm to go sure into he that. Would I, not, I'm sure he wouldn't like us to tell that story, so we're not going to. Yeah, I, I didn't, so that's on you. Uh, my flight got delayed, so I was at the airport for about three hours instead of an hour or whatever. Oh God! I get. I like to get there early, anyways. wasn't a huge deal, but so you got there really early. Once I finally got on, it it was nice to get home. And as I said, that next day, I came in. Craig was nice enough to pick me up, and I got to the house. I was like, I'm going to bed. I put the, my bags on the floor, disrobed, got in bed, woke up at like seven when my alarm went off. Texted my boss, I'm sick, not coming in. Went back to bed, got up at one. And didn't do anything that day. Wow. I was pretty much useless too. So. Yeah. 
I totally get that. I came home after dropping you off, and me and Michael sat on the couch and talked for a while. And you could tell that we wanted to play like board games, but at the same time we were exhausted. Mm-hmm. And so finally, we were, I was like, well, "Are we going to play something or what?" And I was like, "I'd like to be in bed by ten and all this stuff." So we narrowed it down to like the GI Joe deck building game or some. I can't remember what the other game even was. Oh, uh, Dice Throne, I think is what it was. And uh, he said, "Let's play the GI Joe game." And I said, "Okay." So we played a game of the GI Joe game. We had a blast. Um, we stayed up way too late because we stayed up to like 11 might have been even almost 11 30 which did not help how i felt the next day <laughs> uh, but we did have a blast gi joe did beat cobra we stopped the mass device uh we had a lot of fun with that it was cool and it was a good time just playing a game with a friend so sometimes <laughs> you got to make for sacrifices yeah. of sleep just to, to see the people you don't get to to see all the time so i'm not regretting that one bit so. no i wish i could have stuck around and like there was a flight i could have got out like at five in the morning or something but i was really trying to get back to work and not take a day off and that did not happen um but you know you just have to make time with what you have because i would have loved to stick around a couple of hours but i also don't want to miss my flight because that would suck right and you know no offense or anything, but like if we're just hanging around for two hours, we can do that anytime, you know, as special as it is to hang out. We also do it a lot. So, and we'll do it again soon within another month or so. And maybe Christmas, who knows? Um, but yeah, it was, I think overall, I think it was a very good weekend. I think everyone had fun. It ran pretty much without a hitch. Is there improvements we can do? Absolutely. Always are. So. Yeah. You agree? All right. Well, yeah. Let's uh, okay. let's come back for some shout outs. Well, it's the time that Scott's been looking forward to because he's feeling like crap. And that means the episode is almost over. It is time for <laughs> shout outs. That's the best you get. <laughs> That's as good as we can get. Um. So, first off, big shout out to everyone who came for the weekend. As always, you know, we put on these events for people to have fun. That's all we want, people to have fun. And we had a lot of people show up. Awesome. Can't be any more thankful than that. Uh, in addition, want to give a huge shout out to all the people that sponsored us. You know, people brought stuff to give away. That's always amazing. Um... Yield Lasersmith always does amazing stuff for us. Uh, Windmilled Games, again, always does amazing stuff. Baron of Dice, Waya Games, Punga Minis, Hungry Troll, Gaspez Arts, Wizard Asylum, Maelstrom. If you got anything from them, please reach out to them and say how much you appreciate it. If you're just bored on a Tuesday and listening to this or whatever, if you want to reach out to them and say that you heard about them from us, that would probably help out as well. Uh, we're going to try to do more in the future. It's a whole different thing when we're in different places because I send the stuff to Scott instead of coming to me. And I need probably in the future to get photos of stuff when they come in so that I can post on there to give them shout outs when it comes in. But this is the first time. We'll get it figured out better next time. Um, 
in addition to that, I know it probably doesn't matter, but if you hear something here, like the reviews with the GW products, try to reach out to them and let yeah. them know where you heard it. That that will help us too. Um, in addition, anybody who came to the tournament, uh, there were several people that just traveled with other people and just kind of sat and watched their friends play and hung out at the store, which is crazy, but awesome at the same time because that's Speaking some loyal of friends. crazy, did you... <clears throat> I apologize. I was busy when he came by and said hi to me, but you're playing a game. Did you get his name? Oh, I didn't even tell about that. Let me wrap this up first. Anybody that was at the tournament, because we're going to be fairly forgetful, even though we want to send out like a a survey or something and get feedback, Mm -hmm. please. You could be mad at me and say, Scott prime um, cursed, or he was too loud or he gave up too many announcements or whatever it is. Feedback, 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 instead of just saying the event was fun. Because that's all we can take it for if that's what you tell us. But if you say the event was really fun, I did not appreciate the bathrooms maybe having no paper towels, then we know. I already got some constructive feedback about Spiky Cup because we haven't changed the rules in a long time. And, of course, you know, things have changed. So people are like, do the goblins really need the bribes anymore? Probably not. Do we really need to be getting more bonus points if you cause more casualties? No, because really that's the point of the game. And you're getting more bonus points because you're causing more casualties. So I'm definitely going to be taking a tweak at that. And I think next time Spiky Cup's going to have moderately different rules because of the feedback. But, but for real, we don't know. I, the little bit I heard, um, one, people don't like Rudy's enough to meet up there just to eat and see friends. They'd rather do something else or eat somewhere. So I heard you. Two, feedback on the trophies being unassembled and not assembled. I, had, I heard good things both ways or a, as many bad things as good things so far. And then another thing I heard was is don't – bend over backwards to do like the next big event rule set to play test because it took away from your event being authentic and fluffy. Mm-hmm. And we, we missed, uh, you know, Crom being at the Oklahoma bowl or, yeah. or some variation on that. We missed the crazy rules from spiky for team building. It was too world cuppy and yeah. we don't like that anyway. That's so fair. I heard a lot of that. So we don't know how to get better. We can't make everybody happy. That's true. But the more feedback you give us, the better. Um, oh, so the gentleman. I'm playing game one against Cadigan, and there's this guy that comes by, and he has this little dog. And I'm like, okay, so this guy just randomly walked in here, and he has a dog, and he's watching us play Blood Bowl. And as me and Cadigan wrap up our game and stuff, he's like, man, I'm sorry. He listens to the podcast. He's traveling from California to, I believe, Georgia? like Virginia or somewhere like that. Georgia. Yeah. Charlotte, something like that. Atlanta, something something like that. He's taken I-40 East. all <laughs> the way across. Yeah. Um, he happened to sync up his travel schedule where he could stop through 
Norman, Oklahoma, about the time that we started our tournament. So he came by, he shook my hand, he said, Hey, I listen to your podcast, I really enjoy it. You know, keep up the good work, it's nice to meet you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That was crazy to me. Yeah. Because while we've done this for like 10 plus years, and people do reach out. It's just amazing that anybody wants to really bother to talk to, like, stop and talk to me or stop to talk to you Mm -hmm. or stop to talk to us. It blows my brain that, like, you know how they say everybody has a movie about you, (laughs) you know, because their own version of you is in the movie and that type of thing. You know, like, you might be nice at home, but in public, you're maybe mean that one time in front of the person (laughs) at Walmart. So in their movie, you're the mean guy. Uh, That'll be tying into the next thing easy. Nice. Um, Anyways, it just blows my brain that people want to come see us and stuff. Yeah, I kind of wish I got to talk to him more, but, you know, he was just traveling through, I thought, and, you know, I was busy, so. Yeah, It it was really nice to meet you and meeting a fan and stuff like that. And when you hear that, then you're like, yeah, that's why we do these podcasts because we never know who we hit and maybe it brings them joy, you know? So. Yeah. So um, we got some feedback on our last episode. Uh, James Left was nice enough to give us information. And... Dude, I'm not, I'm not kidding. Hold on. My, da- my father just texted me. Your middle name is spelled Allen, A-L-A-N, double checking. My father doesn't even remember how to spell my middle name. It's kind of an easy middle name too. It's fine. He's he's old. I shouldn't really tease him, especially <sighs> on a podcast where it's forever in here for the rest of eternity. That's okay. My dad, when he did that dice tower for me, put the both down logo upside down. Remember that? Yes, I do. I was That's like, okay. Thanks. I'll never use this. Um, but um. So left emailed us and said, thanks for shout out for the crew and chaos cup. And, you know, um, the other events are going to have more people because, you know, the Washington one's got like 40 Florida ones, about 30 or something. Yes. This was feedback from us talking about the, the Kansas city. Thing, mm-hmm. So, And he's, Mayhem he's trying, Midwest or whatever. he's trying to get GW to understand what's going on and for them to change some stuff. But, um, also I guess the pitches were printed, to order so that's what that's what he said so if he had a walk-in they did not get they did not get a pitch so last year when we went just for example to explain this we went to the kansas city carnage event is what he called it and there was extra pitches there so people not even playing blood bowl could buy a pitch this year they did some improvements but they printed them to order so I don't know if this is true, but if he had 16 people in attendance, let's say 14 of them signed up ahead of time, and it was $60, not $80 this year, so it was cheaper. Yeah. And that included the sevens on Friday night. Those 14 people got a pitch, and those two walk-ins, if there was two walk-ins, on Saturday, they did not get a pitch because they did not order in time. And at first I thought this was terrible, and after thinking about it all day today, I think that is a fabulous idea. Super exclusivity. It's super exclusive. It makes you sign up ahead of time so they're prepared with table space. Mm-hmm. And it's fairly unique. I mean, like, sure, I didn't get one of every pitch I wanted, being a greedy Blood Bowl guy. But at the same time, it's 
super unique. So yeah. Anyways. So that was awesome. Um, and then also Josh Wojcik emailed in, and yeah, it was a it was an email of acceptance because he came out to our tournaments and he played you and thought you were kind of an asshole. Um, okay. You know, fair enough because back then. You you know when you play. Dude, I haven't seen this email. Tell me where's this email? It went to both down. You'll get it later. Okay. Um, but to be fair, you've been doing much better lately, keeping your rage under control in games. You even got some uh, votes for best sport over the weekend. Um, so even when I was super angry this weekend, I've been I have been doing better. Yeah, that's what trying. I'm saying. I'm trying to give you kudos with that. He also and I never really rage out on people personally i'm mad mm-hmm. at the little people players <laughs> and he got uh, a little put out due to some comments we did on chaos cup a while back and i don't know what that was he didn't elaborate but i made the the point of well you know that's us you know we may not always agree but we at least put out our authentic selves instead of the you know happy-go-lucky bs that some people do they host podcasts not any blood bowlers that i'm speaking of just in general um, but he's come around, he listened, he thought, you know, it was very nice that we gave Florida a shout out and talked about how well they're doing and they're playing it for the love of the game. And he used a great term that I love. Uh, I think even if Scott is a rage turd at the game, he's still a cool dude. So oh, thank you. And he said, one of my friends described you as blood bowl, blood bowl royalty. So. We are Blood Bowl royalty. But I'm a rage turd. <laughs> you can be. I mean... You have been in the past. And, like, we make no... The, the bad thing is, is... I don't actually hate that. I know. That's the, that's the great part of it. I mean, there's like, plenty yeah. of times... So here, here's me. I am maybe a rage turd at times, mm-hmm. and I'm vocal. And then... 30 minutes later when we go out and eat pizza, I can still sit next to you and I'm not mad at you. No. I'm mad at the dice. I'm mad at the, and you know, sometimes like I got super mad this weekend because um, I knew I was going to have to go for it to position myself. And I had four guys wide open and I've had re-rolls and I thought I only have to go for it once. I'll make it. Mm -hmm. I'll do this first and then I'll move those guys over. And, of course, Nuffle said, how about one reroll one? And I was furious at myself because I put myself in a really bad situation yeah. by doing something stupid. And I was more mad at myself than anything. But, look. No, we get mad at <laughs> dice. You know me, we get mad at the game. You, but we don't get mad at people. Right. Somebody told me this weekend that you were one of the most – this is what they said, Scott – you're one of the most passionate people I've met, good or bad, and you're also one of the most compassionate people I've ever met in my life privately. Mm-hmm. And that made me feel really good. Um, I, I do try to get a lot of things out. I, you know, when I drive to work and people have cut me off, I, I holler and scream in the car, but I don't take. It, I try not to walk into the door and take it out on somebody else. I really don't. Um, and. So, like, realistically, the only person I, I've ever been... I, I, I deserve to be a rate, called a rage <laughs> turd. I can handle that. 
the only person I've ever truly been mad at, not the game, not the dice, the only person I have been mad at playing Blood Bowl is you. And you know where it came from. The one time we had to play each other four games in a row, and I had in to hear, playoffs. congratulations, congratulations, and I tore into you. And yeah. I don't really feel bad uh, about it, <laughs> because you still I, won the I damn do game. Not mind, I do not mind admitting that uh, at the age of 42 or whenever that was, yeah. you know, 38 or whenever we were playing in that, that home league, I don't mind saying that I've grown since then oh, absolutely. as a person. Yeah. And um, there's still plenty to grow about. And I'm trying really hard. Um, that just doesn't mean I'm perfect. But, <laughs> um, you know, I had to call a guy this weekend on something. Um, you know, I felt like he scored and I felt like he started playing really slow. And uh, I felt like he was also super talkative all of a sudden, mm-hmm. almost like a distraction. Uh, to distract me and um you know once time was called that when we still weren't in the the second half we didn't started the second half and there was less than an hour i said dude we got to get playing on this you know i feel like you're stalling <laughs> you know taking long turns and it was hard to do that because one it's i'm hosting my tournament and, but two i want to play it and you tell me all the time why do you take stuff from people yeah <laughs> so i i did stick up for myself but i do not try to really be a rage turd but I am not for everybody. And um, Scott, 25 years ago, you guys would have hated me even more. And um, But I do care about a lot of people and having a good time. So, And I think that's the good thing about us is, like I said, we are, are the authentic. The truth is, is me, and, me and Josh played, and I don't know what I did to him besides play the game with him. I'm sure he got some dice rolls, and I was upset about that or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and that's that's easy he, to do. Like when we first saw Drew, we thought Drew was a jerk because of how he played Blood Bowl. You know, he was very um, shut off. I tried to talk. To, yeah, I tried tried to like befriend Drew at Chaos Cup, and he's just cold at first until mm-hmm. you know him, and everybody's different. So. And Phil, you know, Phil Bonarak, one of the first people I ever played in Blood Bowl at a tournament, and I thought he was a jerk. When he called me on something and I, you know, we still don't know what was the right answer, but we resolved it. And now he's one of my closest friends in the Blood Bowl community. So, like, things change. People change. You get to know people. You get through the inner layers and see what they truly are instead of just the persona. Uh, One thing about... I'll take Rage Street, though. I I, I think it's funny that you called that guy out because that's a tactic I used to use all the time when we were playing the Home League or whatever. I would... Uh Get pe- I would chat a lot more on the opponent's turn than on mine, just to distract them and slow them down. Yeah, see, it works. So, um, I think that's all I got. Uh, as always, again, uh, thanks to GW for sending us the preview products. It'd be nice if we could talk about them before they release all the information out there. But whatever, as long as we get free stuff, we're happy. Yeah. Um, and Josh, thanks for the email. That was really. Um, I'm looking at it now. That's kind of. Uh, again, I. Did, I'm sure I was a rage turd, <laughs> and that's okay. But it's very big that you wrote back in and just talked about it. So uh, I'm glad whatever rage turd air was between us is you know I can still be the rage turd. 
Mm-hmm. I hope we're better. So. I mean, that might be your new NAF name. I mean, that's it's pretty good. If I it mean, wasn't, if Scott Prime wasn't perfect, like that's a perfect second one. <laughs> I mean, as Jennifer says, I, I like to joke about poop a lot. So, I mean, Rage Shirt's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, I do have a Nurgle team right now, and if I if I get uh, a new player, <laughs> Flushing Meadows Rage Turds. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh um, okay um that's it for this one i guess um next month 150 wow, realize that that's crazy that's crazy no that's crazy we'll have to see if we can put together something special for that don't hold your breath it's probably not going to be but we'll see what we can do yeah um do you have anything else going on that's it no, that's it. That's all I got. Oh, good. My my voice is so <laughs> Yeah, you shy, need to get to bed. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. He is Steve Kilowaukee Campbell. I am Scott, Rage Turd Prime. <laughs> and we are both down. You can follow Both Down on Twitter at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Real Scott Prime. And Steve at Kilowog2814. If you'd like to email them, the email address is bothdownpodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown. Ball is actually hitting the approach before the lane. Oh, good lord. He has a great idea what it's going to do when it leaves his hand now. Like that. Okay. Before heading into the title match against Marshall Kent. Well, like that's maybe not, that. that's not going to help. <laughs> that not that one. <laughs> Whoa! Channel! Oh no. Young Star on tour. Whoa! Channel. Oh my goodness. Barnes, Frank Five, his second shot. Oh, well, well, can you believe that? A, a gutter ball from Chris Barnes. Did I? That one overhooked. Even his plastic ball. Oh, no. And Sean Rash flushes it in the channel. They finished up last Friday. There we go. Yep. And it got up and went, but the wrong way. And keep in mind, for those of you just joining us, dual oil patterns. Again, there it is. I knew it was going to bite him, Randy. I knew it was going to bite him. Uh, I mean, you know, the nerves of being in this environment when you're not used to it. Vodka. Whoa! Gutter ball. Have to make it get through the pins or Sean's going to have to have some airs. Oh, no. And our third gutter ball of the show.
and gutter ball of this match. And look at Holman. He has really got to be hot. And I don't I'm sure of that, Jay. And there's three. Mm, mm, mm. Disaster. And the crowd just sitting in shock silence here. Great soft touch and rotation. Pete Weber's at the bottom of the swing. Lost it. It's not over yet. Oh, no. Even Pete Weber got up. Look at Pete. Look at this, Chris. Terrible for his opponent. All right, he set up. Good look from our crew. Oh, look at that. Went to the channel. Unbelievable. 